Welcome to Why I'm Voting, a production of iHeartRadio. Listen, you already know this, but it's an election year. You might already be tired of hearing about it, but here's the thing. Democracy doesn't work without you. I'm Holly Fry, and I'm sitting down with many of my fellow podcasters from Will Ferrell to Stephanie Rule, as well as other luminaries to find out about their relationships with the ballot box and ultimately just to find out why they vote. I hope you're exercising your right to vote. And if you're not, I hope that their stories inspire you. Welcome to Why I'm Voting. Today, we are joined by Danny Shapiro, who is the author of the New York Times bestselling book Inheritance, as well as a number of other memoirs and novels. She's very productive. She also hosts the podcast Family Secrets, which features guests exploring the discovery of, you guessed it, their family secrets, and then reckoning with what those secrets mean. And her newest podcasting venture with iHeartMedia is called The Way We Live Now, which looks at how COVID-19 has changed the way people live. Danny, thank you so much for being here on Why I Vote. Oh, thanks for having me, Holly. The first thing I want to ask you and that I ask everybody is, do you remember when you realized as a kid that voting was a thing, that there was a way that you were going to get to participate in the process of government? The family that I was raised in, my parents were political. There were a lot of discussions about politics and what was going on in the world around the dining table. And I remember wanting to vote, looking forward to voting. I think I probably looked forward to getting my driver's license more, but I, you know, but I really did look forward to the day when I could cast my first vote. Does that mean you registered right away when you turned 18? I did. It was an election year. Nice. Do you remember what it felt like that first time you voted? Since it was an election year, it was a big one, I would imagine. It was a big one. It was Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. It was 1980. I was a college freshman. And I remember the feeling that I think so many young people, we all want to have, but I think when you're young, you really want to have it, of the idea that you can make a difference. And I remember feeling that way. Of course, it didn't go my way in that particular election, but it was really, really interesting. I remember where I was on election night. I was at Sarah Lawrence College where I was a freshman and I was with a bunch of friends and we all wanted the same result and it wasn't going our way. And we were eating pizza and drinking beer. And like just that feeling of being in it with your generation. Yeah. You know, whatever way it went, being in it with your generation, which I think I imagine so many young people are feeling right now. Absolutely. Now, I wonder, like when it comes to presidential elections, we see lots of ads, we get lots of information. But when it comes to smaller positions, we often have to do the legwork ourselves. How do you do research for your local candidates? Oh, that's such a great question. You know, it's really been in recent years that I've come to understand how much of a difference we really can make when it comes to local politics. And I moved about 15 years ago from New York City to a small town in rural Connecticut with my husband and at that time our very young son. And my husband came from a family that became very involved in local politics when he was growing up. So he had a roadmap for that. I didn't in particular. There was a very important congressional race in the early years that we were living here, a young congressman named Chris Murphy, who is now Senator Murphy from Connecticut, who was in the running. And we became involved in his campaign and we held fundraisers for him. And 
Sometimes my husband would be on the phone with Chris for hours talking about politics. And it was just this extraordinary opportunity to actually have a dialogue with somebody who, in Chris's case, ended up um, in office and now is a very prominent senator doing really important work on gun control and, and all sorts of things. And then in even more recent years, a woman in our district was running for Congress for Chris's old seat, Johanna Hayes. And the same thing happened. We were able to really become involved in Johanna's campaign and to make a difference. And I think that's just one of the things that's so important for all of us to understand is that when you call offices of people who are running for office or in local office, you get calls back or you get emails back from staffers or sometimes from the person themselves. And um, we really are so able to have these relationships and to have voices. I think you make a great point, too, in that I don't know any local politician that isn't incredibly grateful for people to volunteer and help on their campaign. So that's another great way for people to get involved. This is kind of a, a silly question. Do you have rituals around voting? Like my husband and I always make it a date and we go get breakfast or we get lunch afterwards, depending on what time of day, wear that sticker all day long. Do you have any like that? Yeah. It, again, really, since we moved to the country, voting is so different than it was in New York City. And it's this sweet little town hall. And from the time that my son was very small, we have brought him. We always brought him to the voting booth with us, and he would get a sticker. You know, it's basically indoctrination. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, wearing the sticker all day. And really, I think the biggest ritual for us has been teaching our son the importance of the process and voting. And he's now 21. But he had, I think, th the same feeling, even more so than I did when he became of age and he could vote of really educating himself and just how important it was to to show up. Bravo for raising a voting citizen. But that brings up my next question, which is that there are a lot of people his age that aren't maybe voting. And there are a lot of people of all ages that don't always turn up to the polls. If you could tell someone who is not using their right to vote one thing, what would that be? That in this upcoming election, it's never been more important. Our country is at such a precipice. And I think it's impossible to sit back and be unhappy with how things are, which many of us are, I would say most of us are, no matter what our politics are, we're not happy. We are not a happy country. We are not a country of happy campers right now. And to sit back with that discontent and not register and show up to vote seems to me like then all you're doing is continuing the cycle of your own discontent by robbing yourself of having a voice. And lastly, you've kind of touched on, I think, probably all the things that will make up this answer. But when it's your day to vote or even your day to mail in, if you do it that way, like what is the thing that above all else is motivating you to cast that ballot? I think about all of the young people that I know. I think about future generations. I think about what is happening in the world right now. And America's place in it. And, you know, in my case, I'm voting for change to combat a sense of futility in the face of everything that we are contending with right now as a country. So in that moment that I cast my vote, that is a moment of hope 
and a strike against futility. Beautifully put. Danny, thank you so much. It's such a delight to actually get to chat with you because I haven't. We've met in passing once before, but now it's really, really lovely to get your thoughts, particularly on this very important issue. So thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure, Holly. Where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Danny Writer or on my website, dannyshapiro.com. Perfect. Thank you again. And I know you will join me in hoping that everyone thinks about why they vote and gets out there and does their civic duty. Amen. Hey, are you not registered to vote yet, but you think it's something you want to do? You may still have time. Voter registration deadlines vary by state. So to find out the scoop for where you are, check out a nonpartisan registration voting site like headcount.org or fairvote.org. Why I'm Voting is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to your favorite shows.